0: Wicked Deep is not an ordinary podcast about dating. Let's Get Wicked Deep is a dating podcast where tough questions are asked and honest answers are given. It's a place to begin meaningful conversations and lasting impressions. Let's Get Wicked Deep, a healthy dating resource. Welcome to our first episode of Let's Get Wicked Deep, a dating podcast. With Kelly and Callie. I am so excited about this podcast. I have been going back and forth for such a long time about getting rid of this show or revamping it and improving it like crazy. And I had the most genius idea, in my opinion, to add a co-host. And when it was time for me to do that, there was only one person I had in mind, only one. And I was like, this is the deal. If she doesn't say yes and doesn't want to do this, then I'm done with this podcast. But if she's like, hell yeah, let's do it, then I'm going to absolutely move forward with this. So I am so excited to announce my incredible co-host, Callie. Kelly, thank you so much for doing this and for co-hosting the show. I think our listeners are going to learn so much from both of us, from our experiences, from everything else that we have. But I just want to say... Thank you and and welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here and be discussing so many fun topics with you and talk all about dating and really just give listeners, you know, we might have differing opinions, we might have similar perspectives, so we're just going to have a good time with it. I'm really excited. I I think so too. I think it's going to
0: be so fun. We have, when we first met, we realized we had a lot in common, like a creepy amount of things in common. (laughs) And it was like kind of eerie and we connected like right away. So it was a no brainer for me when I was like, who do I want to co-host the show? And when you were like, yes, I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. So tell us um, a little bit about your background.
1: So I am a relationship coach. I I went through a certification program because I, well, I went through a certification program to do coaching because my previous career background wasn't actually in, I want to say anything related, but it is kind of related. So my career background is really in the legal field. So mm. I spent the better part of a decade doing legal work and really seeing the after effect of broken relationships and breakdowns of communication. And after years of doing that, you know, I, I, I took a little time off to, um, to be a stay at home mom and to have my son and, When I was starting to think about reentering the workplace, I was actually going through this huge breakdown in my own marriage and really at a place where I knew that I needed to get my own relationship healthy. And here's the thing, I knew that taking a look at my past relationships, even when I was in, in like the depth of my mess, I knew that I was the problem mm. and and not so much the problem, but like I was the common denominator, I guess mm-hmm. I will say. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of decided I've got to tackle this, but I've got to figure out what, what, like what I'm doing, what am I doing wrong?
0: <laughs> mm. Yeah. I hear you on that. I hear you yeah. on
1: that. Yeah. So I, really worked on myself i worked on my relationship and as i was doing that and got myself to a much healthier place got my relationship to a much healthier place that's when i was thinking about going back in and rejoining the workforce and i just it came to me that if i could help people do the same thing that i had done there could be nothing that would be better worth my time mm mm-hmm. Wow.
0: So that's amazing.
1: I'm so glad that you did all that because now you get to be here with me. Yeah. I mean, to me, I'm just like, this is the best job I've ever had. You know, I get to talk to people about their relationships and see those transformations and really help people from one side of the bridge kind of to the other. And it's just so fulfilling. And I have so much fun talking about this stuff. So I'm excited to join you here.
0: (laughs) I'm really glad. And I think it's great when there are people who are, you know, certified and they're, you know, like legit ready to like help people. But then they also have their own baloney that they had in their lives.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. It's like you can take away, you can take like stuff from your own life and the stuff that you learned going through school and everything and kind of apply them both at the same time. And that way people feel like, okay, I can... Really respect what this person has gone through. When you mentioned, like, real quick, totally off topic, but when you mentioned that you, know, you were the common denominator, I went through the exact same thing. After my toxic relationship failed, I was like, "This is me. Like, what is my accountability?" So, enable. So, in order to you know do something like that, then you know you have to make changes. And then once you make those changes, it's like, wow, I think maybe other people could also benefit from this because if I'm going through this and I'm feeling this way, how many others are feeling the same way?
1: Absolutely. And, and I will be completely honest. I, I'm an open bi- book. Mm-hmm. So when I was really, really in the depth of it, I was in this deep, dark depression. Mm-hmm. And I had so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I was really bad off. And that in and of itself, that depression, that anxiety, I know that that is something that women struggle with so much in society today Mm -hmm. and i i truly do want people to know that there is absolutely a way out the other side
0: Yep, there definitely is so that brings us to our topic of the show today yeah so have you ever been in a relationship and had relationship issues and did the thing that we all tend to do, which is turn to advice from our friends, turn to our friends and say, this is what's going on. Help me. What do I do?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, really, when I was in the depth of my my stuff, I, I was, of course, I was talking to my friends. I was talking to my family. I was really trying to talk to really anyone that would listen to try mm-hmm. and figure out what what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't getting any answers. I mean, I have, don't get me wrong, my friends and my family, they gave me so much compassion for what I was going through, but they didn't know how to help me through something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's, it's tough. Cause I think when we go to our friends, where you
0: know whether we're in high school or college or whatever and we've got this relationship and it seems to be great and then we have a fight with our boyfriend you know that first fight is always the biggest one Mm. where it's oh my gosh it's, it's over and then we we turn to our friends and we're just like this is what he did you know and and to us at the time it's the most horrendous thing any human could ever do and then our friends are like oh no, like you deserve so much more than that. Don't let that man walk all over you in this and that. (laughs) You know, and then we, we believe it, we get all pumped up and we're like, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna let him do that. So one small thing turns into this massive kind of fight with the guy and then sometimes leads to a breakup. But then as we get older, our problems change. Our problems develop into real serious kind of situations. So as adults, when we're going to our friends for advice it's there's like a kind of a fine line where it's like we want our friends to be honest but we don't want our friends to be honest you know where it's like it would be really tough to like show up and be like this is what he did and our friend to be like well you know how did you cause this so it's we've got to kind of like figure out like what exactly we want from our friends and how our friends can like speak to us when we're having relationship issues. So did you ever get like really bad advice from any of your friends, whether you were in high school or all the way through like adulthood?
1: Oh, 100%. Mm I, you know, and, and not so much recently, I think that as I've come more into adulthood, I, I have, you know, part of my own healing process was being very intentional about my inner circle. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I think that now I I don't so much go to my friends for advice, Mm -hmm. but uh, let me kind of separate this out. In the past, before I went through trying to heal myself and all that, and I was still what I call running on autopilot, you know, Mm -hmm. we go through our life running on autopilot. And whenever I would have a fight with my boyfriend or um, whatever I would go to my friends and, and you get the typical friend response, you know, kind of like you said, that's mm. BS. He, like you, he should not treat you that way. You know, you should leave him. You don't deserve this. All of the things that our friends say because they love us, Yes, you know, and they want to lift us up and that's great. And it's a beautiful thing, but You know, I think that people need to understand that when our friends do that, then we're also in this situation where the message that we're receiving is I should leave. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that might be the case, but sometimes it might not be the case.
0: Really, really accurate. Because when we talk to our friends, they tend to point out every wrong thing the guy did instead of the big picture of like what these little things that he did might actually mean so we may say oh he did x y and z and our friends are like well no you deserve so much better you need to get rid of this one and find someone better and I love it when um married friends say that to me you just need to like (laughs) leave this person and, and go get someone new like oh which island target do I find a new one at You know, where it's like, like dating nowadays is so, so difficult because you don't have like suitors waiting for you lining your stairs with like flowers and boom boxes. You've got to rummage through the dump in the back of a nightclub to find someone (laughs) that like might look a little bit decent. Like, can I brush the leaves off this person and like make them look decent? So it's, it's not like people who have been married for a long time think it is where it's like, this is this is not easy. So when we get this advice, that's like, just leave this person because you deserve better. It sort of instills in us that we don't have to work at our relationships because we're so, we're so amazing. Like I'm so incredible. I don't have to work at this. I can just get another one inaccurate. And that's kind of like what we feel like when we leave a group of our friends and we're trying to get support and they're like, no, you can like do so much better. Meanwhile, back in the Batcave, they're having all their own relationship issues. And it's like, wait a minute, you know, you can't tell me to like leave this person and move on, you know, not understanding like both sides. So I do feel like sometimes they give us like, I want to kind of say maybe like false inspiration,
1: you know, like,
0: like, oh, and now I can go, I'm going to go and find myself a new one. Yeah. Okay. Where, like, where am I going to go find, like, not saying that anyone should settle, but I think the thing to take away from this is you can like vent to your friends and say, this is what he did without your friends giving you some kind of like advice that you may or may not take that may or may not be like a really good idea.
1: Oh, absolutely agree. I will say, and, and this, I think is the difference sort of pre healing versus post healing is that pre healing. I would run to my friends for advice and say, what do I do? Mm -hmm. Whereas post healing Now, if I'm, I go to my friends, if I'm struggling with something, even in my relationship, as a way to just talk and process, I am not going to them for advice, as in, tell me what I should do. Mm -hmm. You know, just having that person to talk it out with and, and think about maybe different sides and just help me to process it. That's how I utilize my friends more. But at the end of the day, I know, and only I know, the intricacies of myself, my relationship. And so ultimately, I do believe I know what's best. If I can fully process a situation, I can get to a place of finding my own intuition and knowing what's best for me to do and following my own intuition. I think that that's the best thing that you can do. <laughs> oh,
0: I totally agree. And the, the thing with um, with friends and, and advice or even venting to them is a lot of times they will judge you. And it's, yeah. and it's hard because I think in every single relationship, everyone does something different. Like Lady X might be able to deal with what this guy is doing. And, you know, Lady B might not be able to deal with it. So Lady B is going to look at X and be like, you're doing this wrong. Like, this is not how a relationship should be. But in reality, a relationship is between those two people. And whatever it is they want to do in their relationship is okay. Like, regardless of what they have going on. I have some people that I know that are in, like, open relationships. Am I a fan of that myself? I'm not. But if they're a fan of it and it works, then I think, great. That's their relationship. Their relationship has nothing to do with me. Like nothing. Exactly. So it, yeah, people need to accept the fact that this relationship is not going to look like this one. And even with ourselves, like when we are with someone and we move on to the next relationship, like we're not going to ever have that same relationship ever again. It's always going to be changing because as humans, we're always changing. We grow from each relationship that we were in and hopefully we grow into an, like a better person for our next relationship. But it's, it's interesting how a lot of people will look at certain things and be like oh no that's not how you do it and that's just I think that's what makes it so hard to be able to open up fully
1: to like our friends oh yeah I absolutely agree and and again our friends and our family like they love us so much you know and they want the best for us and and we know that but they're kind of lovingly I think keeping score yes 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 Yes, they definitely are and it's and it's
0: hard because it's sometimes it's hard to be human around people when I got out of my toxic relationship and I did my healing I had met someone and I wasn't sure of how it was going to go and I had said to one of my friends this is like how it's going and he was like literally said to me do not put us through what you already put us through he was like you need to make better decisions because we can't handle this And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that hurts, you know, where it's like, when you make one mistake or a mistake, like, like in my toxic relationship, people around you don't realize it, but they don't trust you anymore. And when you say, oh, I'm dating, they're like, well, who is it? And what is he? And is he good for you? And tell me, and oh, no, he drinks too much. He's out. Oh, wait, he he's a jaywalker. He's out. Oh, he uses, you know, swear words. He's out. And it's like, they tend to try to make decisions for you because they think you're incapable of it. And it's, it's sad and it's difficult, but at the same time you learn in a way like to keep a lot of stuff to yourself and you don't open up to your friends as much as you once did because you were so burned at the end of the last relationship because they tend to be honest with how they really felt. And it's like, well, maybe if you were honest about how you felt, six months ago or a year ago, then maybe it wouldn't have gotten to this point. With that being said, I know a lot of people don't pay attention to stuff because of the delivery in which it's said. So if you have a person that's in something toxic, the way that you speak to them has to be completely different from how you speak to like your friends that are not in an abusive relationship.
1: Correct. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And, and you know, when, when we're talking to our friends, again, you're part of that, they love us and they want the best for us, but what, what they think is good for us and what they want for us might not even be exactly what we want for ourselves. Because again, I don't know about you with your friends. I love my friends deeply and dearly, but we are different people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it, it's really hard, I think, when when we know these people want want the best for us, but yet they can't execute for us. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yep. I, yeah. I 100% agree with that. 100%. Yeah. And and so much of the advice that I I hear, especially women give other women, is that you deserve to be treated like a queen. We have a friend tell us you deserve to be treated like a queen. The reason that statement is a little triggering for me is because it's. I think that it creates this almost grandiose sense of the way that you should be treated. Now, I believe that we should all be treated with respect but when when you hear someone say something like you should be treated like a queen and like he should buy you presents and he should surprise you and he should take you all out to all of the best places and he should show you off and he should you know to me that's the kind of you should be treated like a queen and for some people that might be what they need from a relationship but for some people it's not hmm and, and so just some people are looking for that kind of relationship. For me personally, that's not what I was looking for. I really wanted a partnership. Mm. I did not want someone to step in and feel like they had to buy me expensive things. Hey, guess what? I mean, I'm an independent woman. I can buy myself things. <laughs> right.
0: Yes, exactly. I feel the same way when someone says or when I see people like, oh, he's my king and I'm, I'm the queen. And I'm like, well, open a book, historically, and <laughs> let's look at how queens were treated. You know, if if you're going to want to be treated like a quote unquote queen, you might want to be um, a woman on the queen's court because they were usually treated a lot better than the queen was. So it's. <laughs> It's interesting how like people will say stuff like that. Um, I don't. I don't like. I've never been a fan of that. Um, treat me, treat me like a queen. But it's so true what you say because a lot of other women will say, "Oh no, if he's not treating you like a queen, then you know you you need to like move on." I just I feel like irritated when people say you just need to find someone new. Like it's easy, you know. It's it's just not, and it takes away from the fact where it's like, well, what are you doing to work on this, like? Right letting your friend cry and vent and say, you know, he went out with somebody else and I didn't realize he was doing that. And the, and the friend is crying and crying and you're hugging them. And it's like, okay, I'm sorry you're going through this because that must be super painful. And when they feel a little bit better, then you can say like, well, do you think you maybe saw some of this coming? Do you think, you know, like what, what do you think you could do like better next time or whatever versus like, Oh no, you just deserve more. and, And he's bad and he's this and he's that because we don't know the other side of what she's not saying. We just we just don't know. So it's getting the whole story and then supporting your friend, but then also guiding your friend down the right path and saying, you know what? I've seen I've kind of seen how you treat him. So I I sort of understand this in in a in a nice way. But you also have to have a friend really? that's like going to be open to hearing that, and it's it's difficult for people to hear these things. So obviously it's not great to say that in, in when they're in the middle of crying and when they just <laughs> found out something bad, but right. waiting a little bit and being like, you know, I, I kind of noticed that you're a little bit mean to him and not that he should be doing X, Y, and Z, but do you think you have a role in this, you know, instead of like and, ha- and helping instead of just jumping on the bandwagon of all oh, men are the worst, you know? Right.
1: Absolutely. And, and here's the thing some friends are incapable of doing that. You mm-hmm. know what you just described there. Mm-hmm. Some of our friends literally lack the capability to be able to separate that, separate from that emotion and give sound advice like that. And so we need to recognize that going to our friends, I think it, it isn't always the answer,
0: especially right.
1: for advice. Yes,
0: yes it's it's so true it's almost like you know when you're in a relationship and you have you have your partner and relying on your partner to be everything for you is exhausting for them and sort of the same thing with your friends so if you have like one friend that you always rely on to like dump all your stuff on and they're always having to pick up your pieces that's also unfair to that friend so having maybe a few other people that you can go to even if it's um, a coach or a therapist that you can say you know what this is like where it got screwed up. Like, I don't know exactly where I went wrong. We also have to be able to be at a point in our lives where we can admit that we do have accountability in our relationships, whether it's romantic, friendships, family, all of that stuff. And until we're able to be like, man, I think I was wrong with that, then it's going to be more and more difficult to be able to find a partner that you're going to have, you know, a good, solid, healthy relationship with. Oh, absolutely.
1: And because that in and of itself is so hard i mean Mm -hmm. it it can be hard and and being able to get to the point where you do accept responsibility for your role in a situation can be so hard because we are so incredibly i mean let's be honest we're we're egotistical creatures Mm -hmm. i mean we just are and so when something feels like an ego hit or we feel that shame come up. It's like, it's so uncomfortable to deal with that. We want to kind of shove it down and avoid it and pretend like it's not there. No, I didn't, I didn't have a role in that. No, I, and, and we kind of try to avoid that. And Mm so being able to become healthy enough to accept your, role in a situation and have that accountability, I think is huge and it's huge. And I think that that's part of where working with, like you said, a coach or a therapist or a counselor, someone who is trained, (laughs) Mm -hmm. they can really help you to develop those skills. And, and there's somebody that's coming in to give you an objective opinion rather than your friend who is so emotionally tied up in, um, your, you know, quote, best interest.
0: <laughs> right. It's yeah. Someone else who, who cares, but isn't going to be on your side consistently. Like always, you know, like I had people who I would be like, Oh, I, I, you know, fell in the mud and then it was amazing or whatever. And they're like, Oh my God, you're like the best ever. And you just, you're just the best at everything. And it's like, no, I'm literally not. I'm sort of a mess, you know? And (laughs) I I kind of need someone to be like, you're a little messy. Like, are you going to clean your mess up? So it's, it's, you want the friends that are going to be able to like, be honest with you and be like, you know what? You kind of have been, this is like your fourth relationship and, you know, three months, they all seem to be the same kind of man. And the friend is usually like, well, yeah, because all men are the same. Well, no, you're, you're the common denominator in all of, in all of this. So maybe we should figure out like what's wrong with you. So it's it's really hard to like figure out like when you can talk to your friends about stuff and like when you just need to go to someone that's a little bit more professional that can like guide you. And you know, when we, you and I were discussing this before we started recording, you had mentioned um uh, YouTube videos going to like listening to like YouTube videos and and watching and seeing like what other people kind of go through and like what they've experienced and like, you know, getting to a place where you don't feel so alone, but you can also start to untangle some of the craziness you might be feeling about the situation you're in, in your relationship.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I think best case scenario, you are able to find a coach or a therapist or a counselor, someone, a professional to work with. And the reason I think that that's the kind of the ultimate, the, the best case scenario is because working with someone like that privately is going to be able to tailor advice to your specific situations. They get to know who you are a little more, but at the end of the day, those resources, uh, they can be expensive. So I also think that being able to utilize uh, the resources that are out there like the internet is full of information and again not not all information is
0: great <laughs> yeah, i was but, just thinking that i was like mm.
1: yeah yeah I
0: i've mean, seen some you, stuff
1: you do have to be careful about that yeah. But being able to find resources online, like you said, on YouTube or finding a wonderful podcast like this one. Right. <laughs> exactly.
0: All your relationship
1: needs. Yeah. <laughs> but being able to find a kind of reliable source, a reliable guide in this area to be able to go to watch their stuff, follow them. And and again, because not all coaches, therapists, counselors are created equal, I think that even finding someone that really, that you connect with, mm-hmm. you know, that, that you feel like you agree with a lot of their philosophies and the way that they coach or, or counsel, whatever, you know, I think it's important.
0: I think it, it really is. And I think there are sometimes things that you can talk to your friends about that might be small, but then there are the big things. And it's like, Big things when in your relationship that you don't necessarily want to be out there. You don't want other people to know some of the stuff that's going on, not only because it's your relationship, but it's also because of the person that you're with and you don't want, you know how friends are like, like you can talk to your, your friend about one thing about the guy you started dating and you're going to go and you're going to heal things between you and the guy you're with. Your friend wasn't, isn't going to be there when things are healing, they're only going to remember him the way you described him. And they will never be able to move past that because they're not in that same process that you're in with this person. I know for myself, I've made that mistake and I will not make that mistake again. There's just, no, it's, it's too hard to come back from because people will look at your partner and just think of all the bad stuff that they did. And they, cause they don't know how you work through things and like how you're feeling about stuff. And I had recently talked to one of my friends And said, oh, this is kind of like a little bit of what's been going on. And straight away, the whole vibe of the conversation changed where it's like, oh, she's up to her old bullshit again. And, you know, she can't pick the right guys. And it's like, no. And then I stopped myself. I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to talk more about this because it's the understanding isn't going to be to the level of like, but this is what happened. But this is how I healed through it. Right. You know, and this is like and, and that's weird. where that keeping
1: score comes in. You know, right. they're they're getting the tally marks from this fight and this fight and this fight. And all those little tally marks add up to he's an asshole. Right. <laughs> you know? And he's but, yeah. But for mm-hmm. you, you're experiencing the resolution on the other end. They're not. Yes, and they'll never gonna understand that because they're as soon as you say he
0: did X, Y, and Z, that's all they're gonna focus on. And they're not gonna focus on, well, how did you resolve it? And it's crazy, but then it's like, once you stop, stop talking about it, then they start opening up about their relationship. And it's like, so wait a minute, you're judging me? But, you know, people to a degree felt like they could judge me more because of my toxic relationship. And it's like, that's not fair. You right. know, it's like, it'd be one thing if a person doesn't go through healing and doesn't go through all this stuff. If, you know, but then on the other side of it, it's like you've got to let people make their own decisions and trust that they know what's best for them. So it's definitely a fine line between like saying things to your friends to like vent versus like talking to your therapist about like the really big things, or the person that you can really rely on to like really be there for you. So it's definitely a tricky situation where I know personally I've taken some bad advice, which looking back on it now is good because I ended up in the relationship that I'm in now had I not taken that terrible, horrible awful advice (laughs) then maybe things would have been a little bit different but you know there are a couple sides you can play to that but it's I've done it myself where I've taken like terrible advice but now because of what I do for my job people come to me for relationship advice and I'm like wait a minute I should be billing you for this because we've been on the phone for 45 minutes and all we're talking about is your relationship this feels like a session
1: so it's like (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm not getting paid for
1: this. (laughs) I get that with my friends as well. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like, why are we still talking about this? These These are billable hours, damn it. So it's, you know, it's so I'm now turned into the person to go to for the relationship advice versus you know me kind of going to like other people so i go now because of the industry that i'm in i have a bunch of coaching friends that i can say hey what do you think about this or what do you think about that and it's not you're not judged at all like i can talk to any of my coaching friends and say hey this is like what happened well except for one um she's um allison she's like the best the best she's awesome she would definitely be like uh-uh she's definitely like in your face like get your head out of your ass and get it together um, but everyone else <laughs> is usually pretty open because as coaches, we have our own personal relationships and we know that they're not perfect. So it right. seems easier to open up to a fellow coach about your relationship turmoil versus a regular friend who's not in this because your regular friends are going to judge you more than your coaching friends will.
1: Right. Absolutely. I agree.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a whole thing with friends and relationships. I'll tell you, well, Kelly, that is going to wrap up our very first episode of our show together. How do you feel?
1: I feel great. I, again, these conversations, they're just, they're so fun. I love doing this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're fun. It's, and I know we know from like, you know, previous, we could talk forever, but, um, so if anyone wants to get to know you a little more or follow you or anything like that, where can they find you on social media? And do you have a website?
1: I do. So my website is Kali Mao coaching.com and I'm on Instagram. I'm Callie Mao coaching. My website is in my bio there. You can click on the link. I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm on LinkedIn as Callie Mao. I I'm, I think I'm on TikTok as coach Callie. I'm all over the place, uh, so awesome. if you Google me and you you search on pretty much any social media, you'll find me.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, thank again. Thank you so much for co hosting. I cannot wait for next week's episode. So have me a great too. rest of your day.
1: Thank you so much.
0: I really hope you enjoyed today's episode of Let's Get Wicked Deep, a dating podcast. To find out more information about anything you heard on today's show, please check out bebravecoaching.org.